Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. It's uh, Friday, January 13th. It's National Make Your Dream Come True Day. Now, we said we would be here on Thursday, January 12th, which is National Kiss a Ginger Day. So, I mean, lots of good options here. We can explain the date thing in a second, but what, what dream do you want to see come true this, this day? Uh, Adam, we'll start with you, boss. What dream? Oh, I'm going with the dream one. Um, I mean, you can talk about ginger? kissing gingers if that's what you prefer. Yeah. Um... I mean, my, uh, my, like, I follow my vet on Instagram and they posted a bunch of pictures of ginger cats for kiss of ginger nice. day. So yeah, it was really cute. Mm. So nice. Yeah. I follow my vet. Yeah. They have a good Instagram account. They post good, cute cat pics. You should follow. My cat has an Instagram account. You should follow Does it. He? It's actually a ginger cat too. Yeah. Can you drop the app right now? It is. I am a cat named Chester. Okay. Yep. Raw. There you go. Yeah. Just followed. That, let's go. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Huge boost coming in. Anyway, what dream you want to see come true, Alex? How you doing? Mm. I mean, there's a lot of cool dreams you can, you know, make uh, make happen. <laughs> oh, this one's for Phil and I. Um, probably have everyone fired that runs the TV show award noms. The fact that Better <laughs> oh, Call yeah. Saw didn't win anything is an absolute joke. So I'm gonna get that out of the way right now. So yeah. I don't understand. Someone's nominated, what, 53 times to win zero? Like, what is that? <laughs> Makes no sense to me. Anyway, um, we were supposed to be here, I guess, a day before, but we, we ran into a little <laughs> bit of a problem after the last show. A quick, quick announcement that Owen has a class from 5 to 8 on Wednesday nights and then coaches at 8.30, so Wednesday nights are kind of just out. Like, we got to just cross them off. So I guess what we're going to do is just, midweek like you'll get one on either wednesday morning thursday morning or friday morning and i mean hopefully we can stick to a pattern but these are four pretty busy people i would say so we kind of have to have a bit of a malleable schedule a schedule as we go i guess i yes. agree we we were pretty ambitious we said i think early morning wednesday <laughs> <laughs> early morning wednesday I mean, like i was down like i was, I down. was down too <laughs> and then I think Phil hit us with the, it's looking heat. Like, like I have a class at 10 so, and I have to be out of here by like nine 20. So yeah. it, it was going to be a little bit tight. Yeah. yeah. But I was we'll still down 30 next time. I mean, I'm not ruling out a future morning pot. I would mm. say it's actually, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm ruling it at a hundred percent chance. It's going to happen. At <laughs> some do. Point. Yes. Because I feel like this is a group that gets their best thoughts out in the morning. Maybe three of the four. No. Adam's a little bit more of a take it easy under the covers type of guy for a little bit when he wakes up, but I don't know. Owen's kind of a king of the morning. Uh, yeah, I love the mornings. I mean, I I was I had a yeah, I, I slept through it, which was good because like I got some more extra hours of sleep. But yeah, normally I do like the uh, the mornings. I'm a morning guy mm. for sure. Yeah. I like to hear that. And it works to our yeah. advantage because we get a little bit closer to what some people call maybe the best weekend 
in sports, the wild card weekend. I'm, I've always been a divisional weekend guy, but this is at least a top 10 weekend, I would have to say. And we get, you know, a little bit closer to some inactives and actives, and we're getting pretty close. So I say we just go right into the picks. I mean, there is some stories we could touch on later, but like, I don't want to waste any time. I'm super hyped for this weekend. And it all starts with the Seahawks-Niners game, which is very exciting. Saturday morning, usually the big, you know, snooze game. Luckily, we get to save one of those for Sunday morning and Sunday night. So this one is actually just one of the better ones, as it turns out to be. The line is still uh, 49ers minus 9.5. Pete Carroll with the quote, unfortunately, we're playing the Niners and they are loaded. So... Maybe somebody could show a little bit more confidence than Pete and take the Seahawks. That'd be great. But Owen, what are you leaning towards here? Uh, I'm taking the Niners. We're picking against the spread, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm taking the Niners. Let's go. Money lines only for the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah. I just think the Niners are – I think they're the best roster in the NFL. Um, I don't want to tip my hand, but they're my Super Bowl pick. Wrong. Um, Yeah. And (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah i think they're gonna steamroll they already they've won both matchups during the season uh they, they've dominated the seahawks all year so i like the niners i i've been on the niners they're also my super bowl pick but i was reading a lot of good stuff about the seahawks and i feel like there's always that adage like third time you play a team mm-hmm. like it's going to be close or it's the other team's going to win it's always tough to beat a team a lot three of film. times a lot of film yeah. out there a lot of knowledge yeah. but then i looked it up and if you play for the third time it's like 72 percent win rate if the team won twice so it's not really that tough to play a team for the third time but i still like the seahawks i think they'll keep it somewhat close maybe by a touchdown i still really do like the niners obviously if they're my super bowl pick but i'll take seattle to cover here alex yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm going to take Seattle to cover. Um, I'm going to use the you know old adage that's suited me so well during my entire picks uh, this year. Is um, It's a playoff game this time. It's not just a regular season <laughs> NFL game. It's a playoff game between two teams. So I think nine and a half is a bit, a bit high for me. First uh, playoff start for Brock Purdy. They've, this is the third time they're going to play. He's going up against you know one of a, an all-time coach in uh, Pete Carroll. So um, I kind of like Geno Smith to like play the game of his life and keep it close, like by like five, six points. <laughs> I, I'd also, I think I'd like to add, it's also, I think Geno Smith's first play. So I don't know if you can really oh, count but that been in the year, it, But been in the league longer. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Fair, fair. <laughs> I think, I think that there's like some crazy stats like that. Like there's, I think eight guys who are making their first playoff start on Saturday and Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs. So that's a good one. At 27. Yeah. There's some wild stats out there this weekend, but Adam, I have a feeling which way you're leaning, but do you want to confirm my suspicion? I think I'm going against what you think I'm leaning and I'm going to take the Seahawks as well. Um, because I've been spamming the second time they play each other's stat all year, and now I get to use the third time they play each other's stat. And you said 72% win. That's not even like that high, in my opinion, because that's money line, right? So I feel like the dog covers probably more than 50% of the time. Um, so, yeah, I like the Seahawks to keep it close. Well, not keep it, not keep it close. I think a backdoor is what I'm really leaning towards. Like a Geno Smith, you know, cut the lead from 16 to 8. One of those. Yeah. Like I'll... Kenneth Walker, like, rips one. Yeah. With, yeah. like, 
315 in the fourth they don't even celebrate it it's push, just, the, push the spread to eight it's only for you like they're not even reacting to it it's like <laughs> this really matters for me though so i'll yeah. take it mm-hmm. there is nothing like an adam i feel like stat he's like i feel like the dogs always cover so i'm taking this like i'm right yeah i'm right yeah. there's got to be a stat to back up what i feel so mm-hmm. that's a good one always he's a feel guy feels things out he is a field guy adam can you also describe where you're uh broadcasting from today this is a pretty exotic location there's actually a whiteboard behind you um i don't think it's that exotic but it's uh i booked a room in the library at school because i had a class that ended up five and i have another class at seven so this is kind of the gap between the classes didn't really have time to drive anywhere so Booked a nice little four-person study room just to do the... You know, there's four people here. So There is four people here. But that's actually like a gift we're giving you now that I think about it. Because there's nothing worse than the gap between classes. Like, I'm just a Twitter freak in between my classes. That's all I can cook up. But this is like... You, you couldn't ask for a better time kill than this, in my opinion. Yeah. I guess, yeah. But I I keep myself busy, I think. But this is pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, we sorry. Sorry then. You can just log (laughs) off, dude. It's okay. Um, We got the Chargers and the Jags on Saturday night. Al Michaels is returning to NBC to call this game for the people who don't know, but he's calling it with Tony Dungy, not Chris Collinsworth. So, kind of a weird one. How does that work? He just has a contract to call the NBC playoff games. Like, I guess so. I wonder how Tarico feels just getting bodied out the way, but I I assume he's doing Sunday night still anyway. But I'm okay with it. Me too. Al Al will be in prime form. This is a good Al game. And this is a good game in general. Chargers minus one and a half. Now, I did read before we went live that uh, Mike Williams is questionable because, you know, he he hasn't practiced all week and he had to play against the Broncos because of Staley, who (laughs) Stephen A. Smith says Staley will be fired if they lose. So Stephen A. Smith, famous for being pretty reliable with sources, I would say. So maybe just take that one with a grain of salt. But anyway... Chargers on the road minus one and a half. What do you like going? Um, I love the Chargers here. I really do. I think this is a strong team. They released a banger of a video. Uh, the receipts video. The receipts video, which is one of the best type videos I've seen in a long time. And then, like the Jaguars, <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to pull the experience card because I guess neither team is really experienced, but Trevor Lawrence is younger. And from what I saw of him in his last kind of high pressure game it was a little bit dicey so i like i like herbo i like the chargers i like they're good cover herbo that was a good one yeah. i like i like Thank he's you. younger by one draft class that was that was a, <laughs> that was a good take there um, i'm also on the jags or sorry i'm also on the chargers for the record the jags i know they're on a big win streak but i actually i did an alex move and i went schedule mode but with i'm a i'm more of a quarterback mode guy so who are the quarterbacks that you beat on your big win streak Josh Dobbs, the Mills-Driscoll combo, the Wilson-Strevler combo, three-interception Dak, broken leg Tannehill, and Goff. That's their win streak, so I'm going with the Chargers. Goff is the best out of all those. By far. I can't lie. So I'm going with the Chargers to take out the Jags, even though I do like the Jags, and I wouldn't be upset if they win. So I think this is honestly might be the best game. But, Adam, you made a face there. Go ahead and say what you're going to say and then make a pick. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm I'm going to play the experience card the other way, and I'm going to take uh, the Jags because they have Doug Peterson, the playoff beast, and uh, he's 5-1 and one against the spread in the playoffs. 
So I'm I'm on his side. I don't trust Staley. Um, the teams are pretty identical to me, so I'm just going to go with the coach that I trust a little more. Now that I'm looking back at it also, it was a bit of a heat take by Owen to say less experience when Trevor Lawrence has played in like three national championship games, but that, that's okay too. still, like younger by draft class, so raw. NFL is different, different speed, different uh-huh. pace of game. I got uh, a different sport almost, yeah. Well, Coach though. What do you want, yeah, Alex? Not like those Alabama teams are basically NFL teams <laughs> no, at that no. point. They're just TCU, dude. I I like I like the Jaguars here. I completely agree with Adam. I like I trust Doug Peterson way more than I trust Staley. I think Staley is just gonna make a dumb freaking decision, and I just haven't trusted the Chargers all year. It's gonna be the classic. He done it again. Those who know know. Um, so. Oh, that's the day he's done it again, Harry Kane. That fucking dirty little. He's, he's done it again. He's done it again. He's done it again. He's done it again. You've done it where again. Where is the cause? Where is the call? It's it, they're just gonna make a dumb mistake, and I and I can't trust the Chargers at all. This, you know, it kind of looks like a game where it's like, okay, the Chargers sh- should be winning this, but like even the spread kind of looks low. But it's like they're still the Chargers; they can still make a mistake. Um, and I don't know. I know, I know. They're you. You mentioned they haven't really beat strong opponents down the stretch, but I mean, look, if they have confidence and they have a confident quarterback and a coach and a, you know good team, so um, they're playing at home, and I, I like that. So uh, I'm gonna take the Jags here, home dog. I feel like this game could really go either way. I'm actually really looking forward to this one. So, Me too. Sunday morning, this is the uh, TCU Georgia of this uh, weekend. Dolphins at Bills, pretty rough shape here. It's the biggest line in playoff history with Buffalo minus 13 and a half. With when Tua got ruled out, the line went from nine up to 13 and a half. So, the team Buffalo, I, Buffalo did split the season series with them, and they were both close games. But I feel like with Thompson in there I have a hard time seeing anybody taking the Dolphins so I'm just going to pick the Bills but Alex any objection yeah Bills not not going to explain it too much I think didn't they demolish the Patriots by like 40 last year in the yeah in the wild card mm-hmm. yeah, around at home so thinking more of the same here I'd love to I'd, I really would love to take the Dolphins but I just don't see a scenario where they Score like more than five, like six points. Five points. <laughs> five. Tony. The Tony score. Yeah. <laughs> Adam? I agree. Are we doing locks of the week? Yeah. This you, week? Can, you can save it till the end. I'll take the bills here. All right. Sounds good. I like that we're all, we got through that one as quick as we could. Uh, Giants, Vikings. I hope everybody here is ready to put on their Giants uniforms on Sunday and, and cheer for the good guys against the Vikings. Now, it's Vikings minus three. They did play back in week 16, and the Vikings won on that kick at the buzzer. Shocker. To win by, I think, two. So uh, the Vikings did get the last one, but Dayball's been playing it up all week as an unfinished business game. I also wanted to be sure that everybody knows that uh, Colin Cowherd said that even if the Giants lose, Dayball is safe. So... Thank you to Colin for letting me know. That was a really groundbreaking take by him today. So I wanted to be sure everybody was clear on that one. Um, Last thing for this, the game's at 2.30. Kirk Cousins, if the game started at 11 this year, he was 10-1. and At any other time, he was 3-3. and So it starts at 2.30 if that factors into your pick at all. But It does. And and I think I know where you're going. Yeah, I'm going to go Giants. I think they're just a, a much better football team. Uh, and I'm getting points. Hundred percent. I I agree with 
Owen, I'm going to go with the Giants here. Um, the Vikings are probably, you know, in the same ballpark as the Chargers here for me. I think I mentioned that last episode where I just can't trust them for the life of me. Um, and yeah, like, but what better, what better quarterback to go toe to toe with Kirk Cousins than Daniel Jones? It's like the same freaking person. <laughs> I think, I think Kirk's going to be like straight up confused. Like, how is this guy playing just like me? Um, so I think, you know, competitive advantage giants um i, I, I like dayball uh better as a coach than o'connell um so yeah i'm going giants all the way me too i i can't can't get myself to pick the vikings we've been against them all year it'd be disingenuous of me to start now so i'm going with the giants i'm really hoping for them adam i feel like it, you're an nfc east guy so i know which way you're gonna lean here yeah i gotta take the giants too um it's just there's like, even if I, like, I truly don't think the Giants are going to win, unfortunately. I'm going to be honest here, but, like, three points is too many in this game. Three points is way too many. So, I'm taking the Giants. It's a playoff game. It is. It's it a playoff is. game. These are two the playoff Vikings teams. suck. Yeah. <laughs> two playoff teams. Yeah. That's how you got to spin it. Sunday night football, I'm expecting a big apology from each of you, actually, because it's Ravens at Bengals. And I told you this was going to suck because I knew that guy wasn't going to play. And the line is nine and a half, Cincinnati minus nine and a half. So I hope you guys are happy that you wanted this I, on I Sunday I apologize, night. Phil. Thank you. I'm yeah, not apologizing. Yeah, I sorry. apologize. Sorry. Oh, oh we attacked Phil know. like a pack of hyenas. And <laughs> as soon as he said this is the worst game. It's the worst game because I knew the guy wasn't going to play. It was a week-to-week injury, and he didn't practice for, like, six weeks. So, I don't know. Adam, you're not apologizing, though. You you made sure to come out with a hard stance of no apology. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you kind of framed it as, like, he doesn't want to play, and it would benefit him more to not play. But Quite I'm true. Yeah. I'm still not going to believe that that's oh, oh okay. nice i'm saying i'm saying he's still adam hurt. wins again adam was right oh Sorry, so you're saying they're keeping well, no, it you... under tuck that he's not gonna like that he's gonna no. play but they're like lying no i like sure he <laughs> might be out but i wasn't like the reason i was roasting phil wasn't because phil said he's like sure he might not play but phil is saying he doesn't want to play like lamar's in there like yeah, no no you were right adam you were right you were right yeah. No, like <laughs> you could you could still be right, but I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna apologize yet. Well let's go, Phil. You could be right. I could be right. I need the I need the medical papers or something. Yeah. Adam's just gonna wait till the story blows over and we're at the Super Bowl and then and then he can really just pretend it never happens. So that's okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. you're right. That's fine. I'm actually sorry to you that I wasted your time on, on Sunday then like, with that conversation. Do you you truly believe he's like completely healthy and he's just pretending to be hurt? I think if he could play if he wanted to play. By his statement where he said, I'm not 100% yet, I think he knows he's at like 90. It's like, you, I agree. Like, you don't need to be 100% to play in the playoffs, Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Or like to play can, week you six. You can do an 80. Yeah. Like, no. At what point is any NFL player at 100%? He thinks, he thinks he's, he's, at, he's doing a Brian Hoyer right now. He's he, at like 95. He is. He is. He's like, coach, 
we need the triple digits, dude. Like, if we really want to win. Yeah. It's like Brian Hoyer, the only way he could physically get to 100% is if he just Benjamin Button back to, like, age 25. That's yeah. the only way he could physically hit 100%. Yeah. Lamar just, who knows? It's um, like the battery on your iPhone when, it like, the maximum capacity goes down. Oh, yeah. where it's like it can only top out at 80% once it's, like, recharged it a certain number of times. Raw, That's iPhone 7 Hoyer. jokes with Owen because he's the only yeah. guy left with one. I like it. Personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> a good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. So I'm taking Bengals oh. minus nine and a half. I was going to say, this is going to be, I hate how I'm taking all these, like, this is, I feel like such a fraud taking all these teams that are like big favorites, but I'm going to take the Bengals again because we just saw this game. Like we were going to, we saw the same game um, like a week ago and it was, I think they won by 11 points. So I think nine and a half is, is more than enough. I'm agreeing with you. We just saw this game, but we also came up with a theory on the last show that, um, what's the guy's name? Anthony Brown or whatever. Yeah. That's his and, name. And I think Huntley's a maybe. Yeah. He's 80% of Huntley, right? So mm-hmm. if we like, if we do some math and add up the missing 0.2% of the score, then they cover the nine and a half. So if Huntley plays, I like the Ravens here. So I'm going to take the Ravens to cover. I love Adam taking us to math class while he's at school, dude. It really feels like a Zoom lecture right now with the board behind him and he's hitting the point two percent. It's raw. So he's going with the Ravens. I like it. Alex? Yeah, I, I hate to go against the Ravens, honestly, because my Super Bowl prediction at the beginning of the year was uh, Ravens-Eagles. So so it's tough to already be picking them. Uh, but I have to go against the Bengals. Joe, Joe Burrow is like the coolest guy in the NFL. Um, I think the just... The coolness will be too much for the Ravens to handle, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to see him brag about, you know, beating, uh, what's his name, Anthony Brown? Yeah. Uh, no. He would never brag about it, dude, because it's, you're we right, expected though. to be there. Yeah. He expected to win this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. a, he's going beating teams like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the expectation. This is the bare yeah. minimum moving forward. Yeah. He'll, every year. he'll smoke a cigar, but then he'll be like, this is, I, no, it's just another game. I take no yeah. pleasure in this. Yeah, no pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like something he would do. He was wearing a really cool Squidward sweatshirt today on the Colin Cowherd podcast. That. So that was really, no way. That was really cool. I didn't know dude, other uh, people watched SpongeBob, dude. I think he's. You know what that means? He's begging to be put on the Nickelodeon game. Oh, oh. he's trying to win MVP. Oh. Yeah, it's like a little dish Roger. It's like Raj. Guy, imagine if he won the MVP, dude, and he was like, "This means more to me than like any other trophy." Like, I grew (laughs) up watching Nickelodeon every day, and kids, like, you can do it. Like, this is a message to you. Yeah, that would be really cool and really, really icy if you ask. It'd be touching. It'd honestly be a touching. It would be touching. Monday Night Football. I'm so excited. I I I cannot wait for this game. Cowboys at Buccaneers. Dallas minus three. Classic Dallas minus three. Um, Good news for Adam. Jerry says McCarthy's not at risk of losing his job if the Cowboys lose this game. Thank God. Yeah, that's really good news. Jerry also came out with the crazy take that Dak is not a turnover-prone quarterback. He just led the NFL in interceptions despite missing five games. So that was a good take by Jerry, too. But anyway... Dallas minus three. Tom Brady has 35 career playoff wins. The Cowboys franchise has 35 career playoff wins. Tom Brady's seven and zero against the Cowboys all time. Adam, we got to go right to you. I'm sure you you're feeling better at this point in time than you were on Sunday. Isn't this minus two and a half? 
Okay, you can you can take it in but, uh, two and a half if you want it. Because I I know you, yeah, I, like every point matters. Um, I mean, I feel like I feel a little better, um, but like not really. Phil asked me the other day if I would take a what was the scenario you gave me? Oh, I said Lose. If, if you could trade the Cowboys losing but getting Sean Payton, would you do it? Yeah, and I said no. Um, I think it's too embarrassing, too much pain losing this game in the first round of the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, if you look at like everything, there's really no reason that this game should, like, we should lose. The only factor is uh, like playoff Tom Brady, which is like supposed to be this like mystical ghost or whatever that we're afraid of. Um, but if you look at every stat, <laughs> yeah, if you look at it, <laughs> if you look at everything, like we're this game should not be close. So, I mean, I'm just hoping that the Bucks stay as like you know, they're the same Bucks. I'm hoping they're the regular season Bucks, and uh, you know, we're we're not like a bad team, so I think we can w- win and cover raw with the with the half point though. Alternate spread. Alternate yeah. spread. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the original spread, but... Okay. All right. Well, Adam's on the Cowboys. Bill doesn't know what he's talking about. Adam, Adam talks himself into the Cowboys. All right. Alex, what are you on? Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. It's just such a, like, juicy pick. I can't... <laughs> I can't... I can't pick the... I can't pick the Cowboys. I need to pick the Bucks just, just for my own, uh, my own pleasure. <clears throat> so... Yeah, I think like Brady home playoff dog. Like I know they've played like garbage, but playoffs are a completely different season. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks here. And I just I want to see Dakota play. You know, I just want to see Dakota Drop play. Dakota I love seeing Dakota yep. play in the playoffs. Let's talk so, some Dakota. I've yeah, been. He's gonna make it rain. He is Dakota rain. He is gonna make it happen. Now, um, I've been trying to talk myself into the Cowboys all week. Because I do yeah. like, I no, it's true. Because I actually think they're way better than the Bucks. I know I'm not breaking any news to anybody there, but when I think about what I watched for 18 weeks, they're like planets ahead of the Bucks in my brain. But then every time I do, I think about the ref running into Dak, and and every every time I think about that, I just want to take the Bucks. So I'm going to be selecting the Bucks, even though in my brain I acknowledge that the Cowboys are planets better. I think it'll be more fun for me to cheer for the Bucks, so I'm going to take the Bucks. Owen, yeah, I've uh, I've been trying all week to wrestle with this one and convince myself it's the Bucks. And so I actually did do that, and I'm going to lock the Bucks, or sorry, the Cowboys, and so I'm going to lock the Cowboys in. I think they're going to. I think they are way better. And Tom Brady. What just happened? Sorry, I I I said. Let me. I'll I'll start over. I spent all week trying to talk myself into the Cowboys, and then I accomplished it. And I I want to take the Cowboys because I think they're a lot better. All right, I like it, dude. That's a good idea. Now we'll get into locks in a second, but I want to propose an idea. Um. Sunday night, we'll do a show talking about the first five games. On Monday night, I want to do 20 minutes, and I want to feature Adam. Just post-game, whatever happens, happens. Everybody can yeah. join if they want. If it's just Adam, it's just Adam. Like, he goes cowherd mode. But I, I, I want to see this very badly. So I want to get, Adam, can I get your approval on that? 
Is this win or lose? Yeah, win or lose. Yeah, we can make that happen. All right. Now I'm really well, looking forward to that. I love team player Adam booting it up for the Cowboys. Only guy who made the playoffs on the show, so we really had no choice there. But thank you for stepping in. I like that. Anyway, locks. Owens locking the Cowboys. He already, you know, he, he gave the, the, the tip of the cap there. But just confirm that's what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just think they're, like, way better. All right, I agree with you, but I ended up with the Bucks. I don't know how that happened. I just think about the ref. For me personally, I think I feel the strongest about the Chargers, so I'll take the Chargers. I'm locking them in. Alex? I'll take the Seahawks. Adam? That's my lock. I'm going to lock the uh, the Bills. All right. I like it. Four different locks, and that's very good. And if you're wondering about the standings in the Picks League to right now, I have a one-game lead on Owen. We're both 9-9 nine and nine in our locks. Alex is probably about four back of me, three back of Owen, but he's 11-7 and seven on his locks, so he's winning that one. And then Adam's last in both. He's one back of Alex, and he's 7-11 and 11 in his locks, so he's got a little bit of ground to make up. But, hey, they never say never. And maybe we'll do a little Pro Bowl skills challenge picking so you can lock in some stuff there because I know that's your area of expertise. So maybe that'll get us back to 500. Now we're going to do a little bit of read and react here because obviously we're in the days coming out of the season, and I wanted to give you guys some headlines from the non-playoff teams, and you can just let me know what your instant reactions are. And there's no better place to start than with our boy Derek Carr, who took to the Notes app today to say goodbye to the Las Vegas Raiders. A very sad goodbye. And the best quote in there, quote, I once said that if I'm not a Raider, I'd rather be at home. And I did mean that but I never envisioned it ending this way. That fire burning inside of me to win a championship still rages. A fire no man can extinguish, only God. So, oh my God. (laughs) What does that mean? I like how in his mind, like the Raiders were going to win a Super Bowl and he was going to retire on top. Like that, he's like, I never envisioned it ending this way, going six and 10 for the eighth time. He's like, I really meant it, but like, like this doesn't count where I don't but get to only, win a championship. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had, like right you guys didn't won. understand what I was saying. Like I had to win a championship yeah. first, then that would be the case. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the specifics going on with him, February 15th, his contract goes fully guaranteed. So the Raiders got to trade him by then. They said if they don't have a trade, they'll just cut him. So I think the Super Bowl is on the 12th. So it'll be sort of happening that lead into it and starting right now. I read the Colts are not interested, even though they've long been rumored. And I heard actually my dad had a take. He texted me a full quote, hot take. Jets getting cars, no different than Rams getting Stafford. That was his take. So I don't know. I kind of like that take. It's not bad. So I don't know. Uh, read and react to that one there. Adam, you made a face. I, I don't think car is good. Um, that's just kind of my opinion there so i don't think he's gonna elevate any team to uh to new heights unfortunately Mm. even though the jets have a good roster um i think it would be more of a lateral move to go to car off of mike white slash zach wilson slash joe i think it's more that's absurd that is the light it's like a it's an upgrade no but it's it's not a visible upgrade. No, that's ridiculous. To first of all, to clump them all together, the Mike White, 
Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson. I well, mean, they all play. Joe Flacco well. is double the quarterback Zach Wilson is, and Mike White is probably double the quarterback <laughs> Joe Flacco is, and they're all pretty bad. So that's yeah. first of all. And second of all, I mean, I'll give Derek Carr some flowers. Like, he's never had a good defense, and the Jets, this would be the best defense he's like played with by a mile, first of all. He's never really uh, had a good team to begin with. Yeah, yeah never had a good team. Good coach, good yeah. anything. I know. So I think, I mean, he's going to, he's going into a situation with a good coach, although he's a defensive head coach, he's still a good coach. Uh, the best defense by far he'll ever play with in his career. Uh, really good weapons. Probably. I mean, you know, maybe last year, notwithstanding, he'll have the best weapons he's ever had in his career. Uh, and I mean, I like, yeah, he's not a great quarterback, or at least he hasn't played great over this thus far in his career, but I do think he's shown enough, consistency you know to a competent of a competent level of quarterback play that he can uh take the jets to the super bowl i think that is that is the matchup that's going to happen because i saw salad today saying uh whatever it was we're going to be aggressive as heck to get a get a veteran quarterback i think that was his full quote i think it makes too much sense and nobody screams broadway like Derek carr you know, he's Mr. Mm-hmm. New York. Oh, yeah. He's got that type of personality. So, Alex, I mean, I, I do you think, know. sorry, quick question. Do you think Zach Wilson, what did Zach Wilson say when they bring in the new vet quarterback? He's going to make him work his ass off or something? He's going to make his life hell. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that scares Derek Carr away? <laughs> yeah, you <yeah>, low-key. <laughs> Possibly. It's like, I don't want to get into a battle with Zach. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mike. He's like, oh my God, dude. He's going to like, like you can this have an it. animal. He's got a little bit of Sam Darnold in him. <laughs> Alex, did you read the notes app to say goodbye to your quarterback or what was your, what was your, I didn't reaction? read the full notes app if I'm being <laughs> honest. I saw it. I just seeing the, the article was enough for me. I, I'm not going to get into the notes app, but yeah, I did see that. Uh, that I guess the bigger takeaway was that, you know, I didn't see it in uh, ending like this. Like, all right. Like it's not the Titanic. Like, <laughs> I think some we did see it envision like ending like this because like yeah it just Ten was years. never gonna work and I I think it was just on on both sides they were pretty like incompetent like I think this season he was I don't get how like he couldn't really make it work with Devonte Adams I think that's kind of crazy to me um, I know the offensive line was bad and everything but like they brought your like literal best friend um, to come play with you and you were throwing Foster Moreau like I, I don't get that. Um, <laughs> So I'm um, I'm just happy to see both sides move on. I'm happy for him to move on too. I I do wish him like a, a good career. He's still young at 31. So I think like you guys said that if he were to go to the Jets or a different organization that has, you know, probably a better roster and is more competent than than the Raiders, um, he could probably succeed. So, um, and then on the Raiders side, I'm just happy to see him move away. I think it was time for a change, and I'm kind of happy that um, management. Um, you know, Patriots West came in here and, you know, they saw one, one year of Derek Carr and we're like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. Um, let's, let's ship him out. <laughs> let's get him out of here. <laughs> let's call Tom. So, so that is kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. Cause all the other managements were just like waiting and waiting and waiting, but these guys just saw one year and we're like, all right, like that's it. Like didn't even let him finish the season. Like, so they, they really brought that Patriots mentality over here. Yeah. And they'll replace him with the ultimate Patriot quarterback. The, the guy was there for 20 years. So Patriots West will be fully submerged. I mean, that's at least what it seems mm-hmm. like they're hoping to do. I, um, I think you nailed it. Like it's just time. It's just clearly time for them both to find something new. Although for comedy purposes, and I did say this today, Derek Carr retiring because he got benched would be the funniest thing to ever happen. Yeah. It would be like, all right, like, 
They put in Stidham, I'm just done. Like, my mom hanging up the cleats. Like, I give up. That would He pisses been. away the, like, 90 million he has left or whatever on his contract. he loves the like Raiders. insane. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the best. I really would have enjoyed that. But anyway, we did talk about the Cardinals firing Cliff on the last show, but they have had some interesting stuff going on in the last couple of days. So I'm going to give you a couple. You can take whichever one you want. We start with Ian Rappaport, who said, quote, I'm not sure Kingsbury wants to jump back into coaching. He's made a lot of money. If I were to guess, next time you'd see him is on an Instagram post in Ibiza. So I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury's going to get up to, but that was the first one. Kyler Murray is going to have an input on who the next Cardinals coach is. That was widely circulated over the next couple of days. And then DeAndre Hopkins posted a picture of himself with the Cardinal uniform on and said, forever grateful. They're expected to trade him. And in Browns, Giants, Patriots, maybe Ravens, those would be the teams that would jump out to me as interested in him. But any of those three really jump out to you there, Owen? Um, I mean, the Ibiza stuff sounds cool, but I think the having Kyler Murray like be in the room interviewing coaches is a disaster to me. <laughs> I think the whole point of this move is to like kind of set the separation of powers being like, we're going to bring in a guy like you kind of do what you do. We're going to kind of restart and like, like maybe just, you know, keep, keep the guys in their roles. Um, so yeah, I think that's a disaster. And whoever he likes is probably the wrong guy. Maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's, Maybe it's just like a dog, like a whoever Kyler likes, we don't like type thing. Wow, that's like a TV show type of subplot. Like you have the guy yeah. like search for the replacement for six episodes, and then and then they drop the shoe on him. Like that's the guy we don't want because we're disciplining you. That that's like a season type of plot. So. I wouldn't hate that. Alex, anything jump out to you there? Oh, it's such a heat move, like in so many ways. Like, first of all, he saw GM Bappe and was like, I want that. Like, <laughs> I want to be GM Murray. Um, I want to make decisions because I'm like, like, I'm the GOAT. Like, I'm the best. I'm going to be one of the best. Um, so seeing him, like Owen said, in the in the interview interviewing room, just interviewing coaches is like, oh, that'd be so cringe. Like, what's your favorite Twitch streamer? <laughs> or like some other like weird stuff, trying to make it fun. What's your loadout? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I think the worst part of that is, is that, you know, if, if they actually end up hiring the guy that he likes, you know, if it's not going really good in week nine and they're like two and seven, he's going to walk over to the coach and be like, I'm the reason you have a job. You know, I, I picked you. So that's something like Kyler would do, honestly. So, um, I think it's a it's a very heat move in many ways. Like I think the last thing because you think he's gonna pick a hard nosed coach no. to whip him up into shape? No, he's gonna pick the chillest guy out there. He's gonna pick another Cliff Kingsbury. It's like it makes when, no uh, sense. It's like when Baker helped pick Freddie Kitchens and they asked him what they liked about him and he was like, he's an idiot. It was like, okay, well, this yeah. is gonna go great. Yeah. Can you imagine too, like John Harbaugh, or like Sh- Sh- Sean Payton, like Hall of Fame coaches, and it's like, okay, you come into the interview room, and it's just like little, Ky- it's like Kyler Murray sitting there, like, what's your experience? Like, what can you tell me about yourself? Like, what do you bring to the table? What are your strengths? <laughs> How you do you feel about so, like, running thinking. quarterbacks? Like, just in theory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was saying on the show that you just need to find a quarterback that or a coach that can unlock him, and then maybe they'll be in a better situation. So. It's nice that he's in on the search. He can find someone that can uh, that he can truly relate to, and maybe play some play some COD with, and you know, enjoy the rest days together. A little bonding. Yeah, that'd be nice for him. Yeah, take it easy, dude. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, just 
you know, you already made the money, like just have a good life. Yeah, you've accomplished what you've needed to accomplish. I do think that um Exactly. I think we've been giving him a lot of slack, but it coming out right after that Cliff Kingsbury's going to go to Ibiza for a couple months and figure this thing out. I think <laughs> I think maybe he deserves some blame too, considering how this has gone for him. Like it doesn't seem like he's really determined to prove that he wasn't the problem. He's like, "You know what? I'm good. I'm going to get paid for a bit and I'll go over there," which I don't know, his life, so I can't be really too critical of it. And then lastly, we got the Patriots, who a bunch of stuff is going on. Now, right before we started, they released a bizarre statement where they said, we're going to begin searching for an offensive coordinator, and we're negotiating with Gerard Mayo to stay with us as defensive coordinator. That was the crux of the statement that they released, so not really sure what to make of that. But anyway, Belichick says he's not considering retirement Quote, nobody's satisfied with eight and nine. I don't know if I'm a Patriots fan that it's really good news that he's like, I'm not retiring and I'm going to ride this thing out with you guys. I know he's 18 wins away from the all-time record. I'm sure that's the only reason he's sticking around. Like, what else does he have any reason to be there for? So that's, what, two, three years at the rate that this team's going at? So I don't know. Alex, how do you feel about this? Yeah, it sounds like Cap. I think it's definitely he wants to, you know, break the record there. Because um, if, you know, Bill, Bill's never satisfied with anything. So, like, it's not a surprise he's not satisfied with eight and nine. So, um, I think, yeah, you could just uh, – piling up those wins might be tougher than you think, though. Like yeah. like you said, it's, I think it might be like three, four, five – you don't know, but, like – I don't well, think they're going to be weeks. racking up a lot of wins with Mac Jones as their quarterback and the current roster they have. So um, I think, you know, they should really think how long they want to keep them there because last last few years have been pretty bad. I'm not, I just don't understand why the Patriots are so... I mean, obviously, the guy's done more than anybody in the history of football for one franchise. If he wants to die on the sideline, they're probably going to let him die on the sideline. But this isn't like a great direction for your franchise to keep having him out there. I mean, he's, he's going to be what, 71, 72 years old. I just don't understand it at this point. Owen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's the only reason I can imagine him staying, but yeah, it's going to take a while. (laughs) I guess it's, I don't know. I don't like they're not a great team and it's not like, I mean, they're good defense, but it's a really, the offense isn't great. And I don't, really see like a strong path for them to get better yeah at the moment like yeah they don't even have really have like an oc yeah well i mean that we knew that we were on that in may we knew that was going to be a disaster so for and it derailed their season from week one and he was the mastermind behind the madden competition the play calling competition whatever you want to call it so i don't know i don't get it but adam you got anything you think uh deandre hopkins makes sense for this team he could, he could fit in, but um, I think like as a Patriots fan or like player, I don't think uh, like his motivation being to break the wins record. That's not really like I'm not mad about that. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, we're high, like we're keeping a coach that wants to win. You know what I mean? Like, why is that a negative? Like he wants to win games. Yeah, I that's what so. I want too. Uh, over under records. I had these written down because we did, you know, we put in a lot of work in the summer to doing our over-unders, and I'm, uh, I don't know if anybody had a look ahead, but I will unveil the uh, the totals. So in last <laughs> okay. place, with a record of 12 and 20, not great, not great, 
is Alex. Alex finished 12. Ah, <laughs> he finished 12 and 20. <laughs> Tough go. But I mean, I think next year the, the trick is we have to do locks because then you can really take advantage of the of the ones you really like. But any comment on fourth place? Well, yeah, I like your lock idea because that seems to kind of be my sweet spot, like the lock. So, um, but yeah, definitely a tough go. Definitely not happy with that. Mm, that's okay. He'll bounce back. And I, I guess have... none of them pushed, hey? No, none pushed. Yeah, I have them all at half games, so it's chill. Um, third place, bronze medal, Adam, 17 and 15, over 500. Pretty good. Oh, let's go. I That's actually better than I thought. I did because I remember hating the Chiefs, um, loving the Packers, loving not the Broncos, loving the, Broncos, like I don't know. Loving the Colts. Yep. But well, we all we all loving the, the Packers. Over. <laughs> we all picked the Colts over. I think three of us picked the Packers. We were wrong. Over, so I mean, true. Yeah, yeah I, true. we were all wrong. Mm. So that well, some... like those aren't the ones. I just remember the ones that differentiated me was probably mostly the Vikings. I think you all love the Vikings. But you know, I'm I'm happy with about 500, well, and maybe if we count the ties as half a win, maybe some of those pushed. So let's go. All right, there it is. Classic. If, Above 500. If we could count my losses as wins, I'd do better. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah. Um, Owen, you had second place. You're 19 and 13. That was a good season for you. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd have to look back and see where I like scored points. Yeah, it's all in a notes document. I had a really good season. Okay. I went twenty-one and eleven. I was hard to stop wow. this year, so I'll take my gold medal. I'm looking forward to the next go around. But uh, yeah, I mean, we can do bozo and genius of the week, and then finish it off. We got a little bit of time left. So anyway, what are you thinking, Owen? What do you have, genius or bozo? Okay, I can start with my bozo. My first bozo is this is. I guess it's not just one person. It's kind of, although I'll choose a face for it, and it's Colin Coward is the is the face of it. Eat. And it's all the people that uh, cried after the national championship game about Alabama not being in it because I think that's ridiculous. So Colin Cowherd got on his show. I was watching it, and he was talking about how it should have been Alabama. TCU should have never been in there. Um, and I just think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard for a couple of reasons. First of all, because in college football, it should be any sort of playoff format, I think should be at least as much as possible based on your record, first first of all. So Alabama lost two games that they should have won. TCU lost one. Um, so on record alone and on the way they performed in those games, I think TCU, does, TCU deserved to be in it. And then they also won their semifinal against a team that most people thought was, uh, you know, was better, at least as good as Ohio State, which would have been, a lot of people's second best team. So anyways, I think that's ridiculous. I know that they got blown out because Georgia's an unbelievable team, but anybody who was crying about Alabama not being there, getting mad at the committee uh, because they included TCU is uh, a bozo in my opinion, because I think that's ridiculous. They did everything they could to make the playoff and they won a game in the playoff. So uh, that's a ridiculous take. I didn't really understand the people whining either because honestly, like, I get it. It's not that fun to have a national championship game blowout when you look forward to the game all year. But that's just what happens sometimes in sports. Like, that's just the way it goes. Like, I don't think you can complain about that happening. Georgia would have beat whoever they played, honestly. So, I don't know. I, I think people took it a little too far. But whatever. I'm with you there. Alabama doesn't deserve to be there. Um, no. My bozo of the week, I'm deciding between two as we speak, but I'm going to go with the city of New York because 
Aaron Judge was given a key to the city of New York. Um, for what? The fake home run record? ALCS appearances? Missing 60 games a year? I just don't understand how that, like, how, how he deserves a key to the city of New York. They're like, you belong with, like, I don't even know who else would have a key to the city, but, like, I'm guessing it's very important people through history. And we have Aaron Judge getting a key to the city of New York for never winning a championship, never making a World Series. I, this one completely baffles me. It really, really, honestly, I just don't get it. So. I'm going with that. I feel one. like the list would be like pretty high notable people that have the key to the city. Yeah. All these like really important people. Like what I is the Jay-Z criteria for that? Biggie Smalls and Aaron Judge. And it's like Aaron Judge. <laughs> ALCS appearance. <laughs> I that's a good question about the criteria. I also don't know what you really get from getting a key to the city. Yeah, what does that mean? What's like the symbolism? It just give you a key. But, like, what do I, like, what, what can I do with it? What does it unlock? It, what does it open? Yeah. Stumped him. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> well, I, uh, while you guys debated that, I looked up the list of people, and a lot of these people are not, <laughs> like, a lot of, I'll name some for you. Um, rapper Foxy Brown or Fabulous Brown? or Nicki Minaj, LL Cool J. The entire United States women's national soccer team. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he deserves it. it. Yeah. Never mind. He should have got it a couple years ago. <laughs> he should have had it when he got drafted. Oh, and in 2009, <laughs> the New York Yankees players, coaches, and owners all received keys to the city in recognition Whoa, of their World Series so victory. This out, like, so like, this isn't yeah. even anything. At least in 2009, they won a title, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, but the whole team got it. And in 2008, the, the whole Giants team got it. Oh, okay. So, so this is a nothing then. They give it a Mickey like Mouse. candy. I thought the key yeah. to the city was like the biggest honor you could possibly get. Like if one of like we could probably get the key to the city of Calgary for all we know for probably. doing this podcast, like, dude. I don't know who Foxy Brown is. I'll be honest. So. Oh, she had she had a I couple mean, songs. I know Foxy Brown. Let's go. I wouldn't give her the key to the city of New York, the biggest city in North America, but I know Foxy Brown. Anyway. Mine, mine got dumped on, but that's fine. Uh, Alex, what do you have? Uh, my bozo of the week is um, all the people that have been uh, criticizing my guy Scotty Barnes, um, and then it's a specific parallel because everyone was criticizing Scotty. Everyone was saying, "Yeah, he won Rookie of the Year," but Evan Mobley next, Ke- uh, next Kevin Garnett, next Tim Duncan, next this, next that. Where's Evan Mobley been this entire year? He's been quiet. He's been averaging the exact same amount of points as Scotty Barnes, but literally no one's given him shit. I think I get it. Scotty won rookie of the year, so the expectations are much higher. But it's so annoying to me. All these people, like I, I listen to so many NBA podcasts, and everyone was like, oh, but Evan, Mo- like, how could he have slid to number three? Like, it's so- and I agree, like the Rockets, they still should have took it Evan Mobley <laughs> over, over Jalen Green. But like, yes, I mean, he's a He's you look, they're literally averaging the exact same stats. And and he's he's not even doing that much right now on a on a on a on a good Cavs roster. Like he's just he's just being average to me. And like, but no one's giving him any any shit. Like I haven't heard any Evan Mobley slander. So um bozo to to all the all the people that are hating on my guy Scotty and then not being accountable for Evan Mobley. Yeah. I went to uh 
Cavs game earlier this year, and I thought Mobley was was tremendous. But uh, he should have that more. He should have that type of impact every night for the type of talent. Yeah, he exactly. Has. If we're gonna, and and I think the comparisons were ludicrous, dude. Like people were literally like, "Hey, he's the neck. He's a mix of of Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan and Shaq." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like. Hill. So that's that's just been bugging me a little bit. I had to get that off my chest. And the sophomore slump thing, like everybody goes through this. Like, yeah, I, I don't understand why this is. I mean, Scotty Barnes. It seems like his problem is a little, to me at least, an outsider. Seems like his problem is a little more between the ears than it is with what he's, he's doing. He's got a little court. James Harden in him, almost a little like. That's not a. Like that's that not fun. something I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little bit of Anthony Davis. I like to stream all day energy. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one, but I do agree that the Mobley situation is pretty parallel. So I like it. But so we've got the people who are hating on Scotty Barnes. We've got the Colin Cowherd face of people who wanted Alabama in the national championship game. And we've got uh, the city of New York, which it turns out is actually just a thing that happened. It wasn't really a bozo, but anyway, um, what are you voting well, for Adam? I'm city voting for the city of New York. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta tighten up who gets the key to the city or at least like give, make the title of it. Like something like keep the city sounds like more than it truly is. So oh, yeah, either like change the title or change the people that you're giving it to. Dude, I really thought key to the city, like you could, like you could commit basically crimes and it wouldn't matter. Like you had a key to the city. Like that's what I kind of, cooked it up as in my head i thought it was like the highest honor oh i'm voting for the key for the city not be for aaron judge specifically but they need to tighten that up i like that well i did additional research and it looks like you're the city everywhere is like like i looked up a list for calgary and there's oprah winfrey dave bautista ozzy osbourne <laughs> oh this is a like joke. Uh, like 10 people i don't yeah, that's a joke. That's a joke. And Ozzy like, Osbourne should like, not be getting was... a key to the city of New York. <laughs> no, Calgary, Alex. No, this is Calgary. Oh, Calgary. What? <laughs> oh, that's even worse. That is so. Oh my god. If if you asked him to point to Calgary on a map, he wouldn't know. <laughs> You're like, oh, I have a key from there. Yeah. But Edmonton yeah. does it right. Edmonton, he points to the Russia. Only person is uh, Wayne Gretzky. See, bro, and, soon to be McDavid. And though. if he resigns, McDavid. That's how we have to. Hey, you can have a key to the city of Edmonton <laughs> if you resign. Just similar It'll to be like Lucic all over again, taking <laughs> him, <laughs> show the, walking him around the construction of the arena. That was it's like, hey, all time Oilers, dude. Two biggest free agents. We brought him in for visits when Rogers Place was being built, and we just walked him through the construction site with hard hats on. <laughs> it's like you want to be here. <laughs> That was all-time Edmonton. But anyway, genius of the week, what do you have, on? Uh, my genius this week is this guy's on TikTok. Raw star. Um, yeah. So he, what he did, I guess he, like, makes Madden TikToks. And so what he did was he made a LeBron Madden character, like, like player, DB. Oh, my God. No, no, sorry. Yeah, I guess he's the receiver, right? He's a tight end. And then he had DeMar Hamlin covering him, and so he ran, like, 10 back shoulder fades from, like, the 20. And it was... DeMar Hamlin guarding LeBron James and LeBron James. He, I guess he put LeBron James speed as 99. So he was just mossing DeMar Hamlin over and over and over again. I appreciate, you Genius. know, everyone's got a niche. Genius, everyone's got a, no, this is what I'm saying. Everyone's got a niche. You know, his is Madden. So he's like, 
racking his brain. He's like, how can I get some views, like some attention? And he's like, let me LeBron, like put him in as a tight end and just one V ones. So I, I, I appreciate that. Genius. I like it, yep. dude. Genius. That's yep. thank you. <laughs> Inspired selection. I like it. Alex, what do you have? Yep. Uh, my genius of the week. It might be a two time genius now, uh, at this point, our, our guy, James Cameron, oh. uh, because <laughs> He's the first director to have uh, three movies uh, gross over $1 billion at the box office, which is actually nuts. Um, Titanic and the the Avatar movies, which is just crazy. Um, And he's honestly just owning the industry right now. Like, for some reason, they're putting Titanic, like the remastered version, back into theaters soon. Like, it's just nuts. (laughs) So I honestly respect this guy. He's making so much money. Um, I know they put Avatar, the first one, back into theaters before Avatar 2 came out. And they're putting Titanic back into theaters again. So um, I'm loving it, honestly. So I think I think the boys are going to go see Avatar 2 here, hopefully soon. So Raw. Um, I like how we I'm, just I'm keep saying soon for the last four weeks. Look, man, I, I'm good for Friday. So that's tomorrow. Hey, I'm in. I'm in. Adam? Yeah, probably. Raw. Raw. Look at that. I've seen it already. It's good. Raw. It's pretty good. Raw. Yeah. I like to hear that. So we can lock that in. Avatar tomorrow. That's good news. Uh, my genius of the week is, I don't know, still kind of deciding between two here, but I'm going to go with my boy Greg Popovich because I feel like Alex going with James Cameron just landed me the excuse to just mm. go with Pop. And it's nothing in particular. Like the Spurs are having a bad year, although they are playing at the Alamo Dome tomorrow, which is pretty cool. But anyway, um, there was a picture of him on a Monday night game against Memphis after the game, media availability for him, there was only one journalist who turned up to the thing. And I know a lot of coaches would, you know, blow the guy off or, you know, only one guy in the room, right? Like you don't really want to maybe answer one question. You kind of just stand up at the podium, pretend he's not there. But the picture that was taken of him was Popovich went down and pulled up the chair beside him. And I guess they talked for five or 10 minutes, just the two of the guys there. And he answered everything for him. So I don't know, like the differences to me between how Belichick has aged and how Popovich has aged, which are like the two parallels are so different to me. Like Popovich is going out on this bad team that he's just giving the young guys lessons for the future. And he doesn't really care about the records, just about the game. And then Bill's like just slumming it out to get the all-time wins record. I just feel like there's a huge difference between them. And I respect Pop. So I had to give him some love this week for that picture, which was really good. So shout out to him. But yeah, who are we voting for this week? James Cameron, the TikTok guy or Popovich. I think it's a pretty stacked field this week. I'll go with Pop. James Cameron. I will also be voting for James Cameron. Out oh. of principle, I can't I can't vote for one of the nominees. Safe pick. Yeah. Safe pick. I think I'm also not gonna vote for that one and I'm gonna vote for James Cameron <laughs> and give him the win this week. <laughs> Good for him, dude. I like to see that. But yeah. No, ten ten out of ten. For sure. Mm-hmm. Let's get that out of the way. No. I, I'd say so. I would say uh, <laughs> raw. I would say so. But tell me about what you're doing this weekend. We got some time, dude. I'm going to school tomorrow. W. And then, uh, Student of the year. Saturday. Yep. yep. Saturday morning, I'm refing a couple soccer games. And then I'm going to watch NFL all weekend. Oh, true. I forgot. I'm going to be doing that too. This is a great sports weekend because Alex has a Manchester Derby on uh, on Sunday morning. 5 a.m.? At 5 a.m. on 5 Saturday. I'm definitely going to get I... up more. Oh. With the uh, Fubo 
TV that I don't have. <laughs> I'll throw you my login. We log can in. go to ship. We can go to ship. Are they open that early? <laughs> Probably not. Can I? Have you guys? Have you guys heard of this new show on Netflix that you can just watch any in any order? I think Alex oh, yeah, watched Kaleidoscope. It. Yeah, I've watched like the first four or five episodes. It's pretty sick, actually. The and first... it kind of does work. You just watch whichever episode. Where did you start from? I think I started on the Violet episode. I found a bunch just of TikToks. Labeled by color. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. I found a bunch of TikToks with uh, like different orders. Depending on the experience you want, I can send you them on. Yeah, yeah, send those to you. But just no spoilers, because I think I'm. Yeah. If you guys rate it, if you guys, if I guess if Alex, if Alex rates it, then I'll probably. It looked interesting. I was thinking about starting. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably try it too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for more reviews to come in because I I've heard some people say it's trash. So. Who? Uh, I mean, I think it, I think it really I think it really depends which order you watch it in. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know because I heard. I'm gonna start Violet. I heard. Yeah, maybe I'll start Violet too because I do want to watch, but like at the same time, I don't want to commit to this if it's going to let me down. So I'm having a hard yeah. time. <laughs> On another note, I did watch this hatchet wielding hitchhiker documentary. Did you guys watch that one? It's on Netflix. Yeah, don't oh. don't waste your time, dude. I don't know why I did it with mine, but ninety minutes from just hell. Don't don't waste your oh. time. Which one? It was about this guy who was like, he was homeless. I get. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this video. I had, and apparently it was super viral, like ten years ago, where he like be, it's a homeless guy who's like smash, 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 and like beats up a guy. I don't know. What? Yeah. Apparently, the, <laughs> and then the guy gets like super famous off this video, but he's homeless, and then he committed a murder, and now he's in jail for life. Oh my god! So, really, not that hype, to be honest. I don't know why I clicked <laughs> on. I just, it just, my brain was just—I don't know. I was just asleep, and I guess committed to that instead of kaleidoscope. Bit of a bit of a mistake, you might say. The uh, oh well. Anyway, yeah, we'll be back Monday, and then Tuesday morning to break down the games and then the game with Adam. So that'll be that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, have a good weekend everybody. Enjoy the uh enjoy the games. We'll talk to you Monday.